The Bottom Line Bombs on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. And let's detonate these new NFL Week 6 Bottom Line Bombs. Play that music. Last week I said play that music and it played later and the producer was actually right to play it when he decided to play it. Anyway, we're here. <laughs> Welcome. I am CJ Sullivan, your host of the Bottom Line Bombs or the contest NFL Circa Picks, where I give you five picks with bits against the spread for the Circa Contest using the Circa Lions and Circa Sports Contest and a survivor pick that's already been dead in the water. Um, Oh, I got to start my clock. I forgot about that. So I know when to do the breaks. And uh, don't worry, fans. Less breaks. I'm only doing two breaks this time with the ads. Do a quick intro here. Last week, uh, all right. What I'm doing is I'm delaying. I'm delaying getting into the show because last week was a bloodbath if you followed along. 0 for 5. Unbelievable. Actually, very believable. I've been on tilt ever since... My bit and pick cross beams the week before when I was going to go four and one, but the Tampa Bay, Kansas City bits and picks still. You see that graphic of the, you know, fuck around, then you find out graphic guy that went viral. That's me with picks and bits. Rick Zuno beat the Steam MMA at Twitter handle. Send me a picture of that, of the bottom line bombs. And that's what it's like. My picks and bits across, and I switch over. So I'm going to stay true to the system. I forced some picks, forced some bits too. And it was a bloodbath. I've only had two losing weeks, so we're back to 500 overall, which is okay. It's a long season. We're going to bounce back from now. We're not going to talk about it too much. But I realized I've had two losing weeks so far this season, and they were both when I was not in this box by myself here at the, at the studio. The first week, I did it from home because uh, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network boys left me Home Alone, Macaulay Coughlin styles. They went to Vegas and said, yeah, just do it at home. And so that was bad. And then last week I was in a hotel room in Tacoma doing comedy shows in Tacoma. You can follow my stand up at cjsullivancomedy.com. Um, that was a, that was a weird weekend. I deserved that. I talked shit about people in Seattle uh, before I went up there and that's what I got. Complete brawl in between shows, by the way, on Saturday night. And they were just like, that's Tacoma. Women starting and my husband's going to kick your ass to security. And then I'm just the husband comes out. Well, I guess I have to do it. That's what she says, huh? I, you know, she's the boss. So I guess I have to fight you and punch you in the face and then get my nose broken. That's what happened. And the security's like that. That's Tacoma. Anyway, shout out to Tacoma comedy club. Good times up there. Uh, so it's a bad weekend. I don't have to recap all the games, Baltimore, Tampa Bay. <sighs> Baltimore did the worst thing where they won and not covered. It's team with Tampa Bay. Those, those are the worst. Tampa Bay win, not cover. Brutal. Let's Atlanta backdoor it. Baltimore, hilarious. Jim Harbaugh or John Harbaugh, whatever, whatever fucking Harbaugh brother that is. He got, he got shit for going for it against Buffalo 
on fourth down goal when the game was tied. And then, so he reacts like, like all NFL coaches do by doing the exact opposite the next week, even though it's not the same situation. This time he kicks a field goal, takes a delay game, kicks a field goal up three with 10 minutes to go in a perfectly fine weather game. No, that's actually when you do go for it, but whatever. I don't want to talk about Harbaugh and Baltimore because everyone's talking about roughing the passer. That's the big story. Roughing the passer to Tampa Bay. I know Brady. Oh my God. That was the, that was the fucking word. Oh, Brady, get him out of it. We're so fucking sick. It's taken 20 years for people to start liking Tom Brady. He's just so hateable. He gets a roughing the passer with whatever people's lives were being affected. As I say, on ESPN. It was not a rough in the past, but it was rough in the Brady. You can't touch Brady. He went up and he cried for it and he got the flag. And then I asked him afterwards, like, Hey, I don't throw the flags. I smash tablets. Not bang, bang. I break iPads. And everyone's like, oh. I hate, I hate when athletes do stand up in front of beat reporters. No one kills harder than beat reporters for a winning team. Oh, Tom Brady into the tablet joke. Oh man. But everyone's complaining about that. Like Troy Aikman. <laughs> I'll get into the Kansas city one uh, soon enough. Then there was a Miami one. Um, th- that was the best thing that happened to Kansas city, by the way. But and Troy Aikman goes, uh, everyone, everyone was sick of these rough and the passer calls. Troy Aikman goes, uh, we need to take the dresses off. And he got blowback from that. The old sexist thing. Take put the dresses on. Listen, yes, it's an outdated sexist comment, but it's Troy Aikman. He's had 58 career concussions. His brain is injured. Okay, he's not going to have the most fucking woke comment when it comes to <laughs> sexism. Um, but they're not going to change these rules because you need the quarterback in the NFL. It's like, oh, they're protecting these pretty boys. They're not protect. It's not. The, it's not even about that. I mean, yes, it is. But the entire business model of the NFL is based on the quarterback being good. There's like eight of them on the planet, and once they're removed, their team is terrible. Look at Miami. They're undefeated. Two gets slammed to the coast. Now they're awful. In Bridgewater, I know. I'll get into the Bridgewater thing next. That's right. That I'll get into. <laughs> that's, that's I'm getting angry thinking about that. But a quarterback is what you need. Obviously. So they're going to protect them. They're going to do whatever, even though these penalties won't really protect them because there's nothing you can do. Um, tonight, the, well, this is coming out on Friday, but I'm recording this on Thursday. Washington and the Bears game tonight. Ron Rivera. I got to talk about Ron Rivera real quick because he's hilarious. You know, they asked him, why, why are you guys so terrible and everyone else in division is good? Quarterback is his answer. Quarterback. <laughs> he just answers that one word. Throws Carson Wentz under the bus because everyone hates Carson Wentz. He, and I get it. Rivera knows he's about to get fired, and he should be. He's coaching terrible. The, the Washington team is a mess. Wentz is part of the problem. He's certainly not the biggest part of the problem, and he's certainly not the problem. But I get it. If you know you're going to get fired, you get defensive and you blame someone that everyone hates. Eh, everyone hates Carson Wentz, quarterback. And then when he realized uh, you shouldn't have said that, he goes, ah, my words got misconstrued. Your words? You mean your word? You answered one question, quarterback, you, with one word. Quarterback. 
that got misconstrued. What, what what were you supposed to say? Quarter part of your back or you want to change back? What do you mean it got misconstrued? Just say, yeah, I, I, I threw it out there. Hoping you guys would blame Wentz. Everyone hates Wentz, right? I thought we all agreed on that. So I don't even blame him for that because he's defending his job. It's kind of like Billy Eichner. Everyone gave him shit because his movie Bomb Bros is a gay romance rom-com. I'm sure everyone out here watched that. Uh, it didn't do well in the box office. And he started blaming like homophobia, Midwesterners and all kinds of shit. And everyone was like, fuck you. You're, you're annoying. That's why. And yeah, not whatever. No, first of all, every movie bombs. No one's going out to movies. Anymore. No one's going to see a fucking rom-com in the theaters. This is in 2019 or whatever the hell. I mean, people just don't do that. But also, I'm not going to get mad at Billy Eichner for blaming homophobia. His movie bombed. What, are you going to take accountability in this town? Absolutely not. I blame poorly attended stand-up shows of mine on WNBA games being in town. Oh, there must be a Sparks game. That's why there's no one here. Of course, I want to blame. Of course, you can blame homophobia. Blame anything. Blame anyone but yourself. I get it. And that's my Ron Rivera, Billy Eichner. <laughs> comparison and why these roughing and that's how roughing the passer calls will still continue. What? What am I doing? Anyway, I should go. I'm already, I'm already starting to scream in a box, which I like. That means these bombs are going to come back in. We're going to come back. Once I'm screaming in a box to myself, losing my mind to an audience that does not know what to do with the show. When bits and picks combine, that's when you know things are going to start heating up. All right. So let's take a quick, Ad read break, and we'll be right back with some bombs. Start right off with the win, of course. The win is what really pays the bills around here. So, you think of joining Win Bet? Now's the perfect time. New customers who bet $100, get $100. Did I already read this? No, I did not already read this. I'm so bad at ad reads. Like I said before, I don't do the energy that Sean Green and Ryan do. They're so, they're professionals. I'm not. The Winback Casino is always open 24 hours a day. That's pig. Where you can get 100% deposit up to $1,000. That was always the worst one. The sports book was it closed at night and you had a ticket you needed to cash or you couldn't hit the blackjack table? What the fuck? Get one guy in there to keep it open. That's all. Looking to join Winbet's biggest winners club? Whoever hits the biggest parlay in Winbet odds, get a $1,000 free bet. Last week, someone turned $6 into $4,000. Plus, I got a free $1,000 bet. Win bet truly hashtag degens only. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at Winbet must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough Winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, and you do, because you're listening to me and you subscribe to the NFL Gambling Podcast Network on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, go ahead and call 1 800 522 4700 or DM me at CJ Sullivan was on Instagram and We'll talk yourselves through you not having a problem. Um, all right, that's it. That's it for that read. We got one more ad read, and then we're gonna go right through. So this is gonna be a fun, this is gonna be a fun, fun show. We're gonna do a couple bombs real quick. All right, not real quick. We're gonna start it off. Um, what should we start off? Let's start off with that Miami game, just because uh that was one we 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 lost that one last week, Miami versus Jets, and it was an amazing thing. I was banking on Teddy Bridgewater being not that much of a drop off from Tua. Was he? Who knows? Because he lasted one play. What happened on one play? He got sacked. And then uh, apparently he went to the concussion protocol. 
because of the reaction to the Tua fucking disaster, they now have spotters that say, oh, I saw him stumble, so put him in protocol. He's not returning to the game. What? Spotters? What are you talking about? Where, and first of all, okay, they saw him stumble. Who, did anyone else see him stumble? No. Is there a video of him stumbling? No. Were, were, were cameras not on the game at that play? What do you mean there's no video of it? I saw I saw a stumble. Put him in a tent. Get him out for next week. And next thing now we got Skyler fucking Thompson or quarterback in the entire game. And they played pretty well to the fourth quarter and the Jets pulled away. And I love people saying, well, the Jets would have won anyway. They, yeah, okay, that's debatable. Also, I would not have taken Miami if I know Skylar Thompson is the quarterback. That's the whole point of this shit. And an injury is an injury. I can't make excuses, but like, who the fuck is this spotter? Is this some guy from Weehawken? And so every field has got a third-party spotter, some high school scorekeeper who's obviously biased. And why wouldn't you? Say this guy's had a concussion. Why wouldn't you send a, anyone to hurt the quarterback? It's so vital to the game. I, can't, I mean, God, what is going on there? So Minnesota goes down there to Miami. This is a this isn't the best spot for Minnesota. Two weeks back from Europe, <laughs> they got tired last week and almost let the Bears beat them. And now they're going down to this Heat, Kirk Cousins, but they're going to be like Skylar Thompson. And this is what we're this is why we're taking Minnesota minus three and a half. I can't also I think the Dolphins are ready to unravel. They their big story came out this week that they removed their ping pong table from the locker room. Their ping pong table. Too much of a distraction. They want to focus up. Two weeks ago, the ping pong table was noted as the reason why they're winning. Chemistry. Harry Kill and Jalen Waddle playing ping pong is what I want. Now it's a distraction. They got so that, that 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 was an actual story. They removed the fucking ping pong table, which I'm all for too. Get ping pong tables out of the workplace. There's always some advertising company and the creatives are playing ping pong. Hey, we're trying to get work done. Can you get that incessant fucking? Can you get that goddamn noise out of here? Can you take us to a different floor? Yeah, we thought we'd play foosball, you know, get the creative juices flowing. There's nothing worse than creatives and advertising. They think they can't be bothered as they make their six-figure salary to fucking come up with a Geico ad. Oh, man. So anyway, the Dolphins removed the ping-pong table, and that was by Tyreek Hill being a leader. And Mike McDaniel, their coach. That coach is hilarious. Who knows what that guy is? He looks like Logic, that rapper. I don't know what racing is. You know, he's 130 pounds. He's got those glasses. They asked him about uh, if Bridgewater can play. Ah, I'm not a doctor to concussion. Really? What were you two weeks ago when you put two out there three days after obviously having a brain injury? He's like, I, I can't really speak on this. I'm not the guy. <laughs> make a quote. I'll be able to protect the players. No, 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 you're not. Which I get also. So we got Minnesota going down to Miami to play Skylar Thompson, a rookie quarterback. Also, has there been another Skylar other than Breaking Bad than this kid? Well, that must have fucked his life up. He's probably doing fine. I got a cool name, Skylar. My cool guy name. Now, now you're the most annoying person on the greatest show ever. You know the greatest show ever, Breaking Bad? Yeah. There's that one person we all hate for some reason because we're all misogynistic. Yeah, that's you. You're her. 
You're annoying Skyler who won't let Walter White become a goddamn drug tycoon. Tycoon? Czar? Kingpin? What am I supposed to say there? What's the word? Um. Anyway, so Skyler Thompson breaking <laughs> Skyler doing his first rookie start. Anytime you have a rookie doing his first start, getting thrown into the game, he was fine for a little bit. Then it was a long game. Then he got really bad. And now he's got a full week, and this is not going to be good. I don't like laying three and a half with Minnesota, but whatever. And with that weather and Miami and the clubs, the whole goddamn thing. But I I love the ping pong. The ping pong push it over the top. Whenever we're moving ping pong tables as a sign to get better. I love how, <laughs> this is so funny, how ping pong is the reason why they lost the last two games, but they're the reason why they won the first three games. Nothing to do with Tua's injury. It's ping pong. Okay, Minnesota, minus three and a half. Detonate that bomb. Yeah, that just feels good. We're just back at it. We are back at it. <laughs> I will say one thing. We uh, took too many favorites last week. That's for sure. We've been taking a lot of too many favorites. The underdogs are hitting at a 61% clip. So let's move on to, should we already go to the game of the week here? Let's do it. Just because we're still in that quarterback uh, rough in the passer theme. Kansas City Buffalo is a game of the year. Two greatest teams, two best teams in the league by far. Uh, no, no apologies to the Eagles, who we'll get to later. It was my team, but they're not as good as Eagles, but Chiefs or Buffalo. Um, lines two and a half. It was three, just moved to two and a half using the circus sports lines. They had a, they had they played a Monday Night Football versus the Raiders. We lost that one. Uh, we had KC. It was a tr- it was a sandwich game. They were getting ready for this one, the big AFC Championship revenge game. There was that roughing the passer call on the Kansas City when uh, Jones got the fumble and the thing, whatever. They would have scored. Well, I mean, everyone went irate. That was the let me tell you something. Yes, yeah, so it was the wrong call. He got the fumble. He put all his weight on it. Whatever, it happens. That was the best thing that happened to the Chiefs that night. Yes, the Raiders went down and got a field goal. Kansas City came right back and got a field goal before halftime somehow and then negated that. Not quite a wash, but pretty good. And then the rest of the game, it was nothing but makeup calls. (laughs) Referees refused to call anything on Kansas City. They were terrified. That awful crowd of Camaro head, as they called themselves in Kansas City. Shout out to Brady Novak. Uh, the white trash fans are just screaming. There's these clips of people losing their minds. Now one ref's voice broke like Jan Brady or Peter Brady. I mean, <laughs> he goes, oh, I hate to do it, but there's a penalty on the chiefs. He was like crying. They're horrified. They, they, when they did, when sports Illustrated did a study on uh, bias calls and a, you know, with referee calls in home, it turns out that was the only bias referees have is at home because they're under pressure of a mob crowd ready to kill them. The crowd's going to, so of course they're going to call penalties. They were terrified. The rest of the, the worst call other than that rough in the pass, but much worse than that rough in the passer was later in the game. Kansas city kicks a field goal, misses it on fourth and 14. And they call it defensive holding. What on the Raiders? They show it's just two guys messing around. It was fucking whatever, just talking at each other. Defensive holding on a field goal, first down, and Kansas City scores a touchdown. That's r- ridiculous. That was a ridiculous call. That was worse than any fucking roughing the passer. But 
that's not as fun to talk about. You can't have Swagoo and ESPN talk about lives being changed. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> God, it happens all the time. It was rough in the passers. This was a defensive holding on a field goal. It never happens. Never. And he wasn't pulling like a lineman out of the way. so Some guy could leap on block. There was just guys messing around. Automatic, an automatic first. How is that an automatic first down? Cause it goes every <sighs> insane. So then uh, let's see. Then after that game, let's get into <laughs> Devonte Adams. A little upset. Shoved the cameraman who leapt in front of him. And now that guy's suing him. This is back-to-back weeks of lawsuits against players from being assaulted. It was the fucking idiot guy who ran on the field suing Bobby Wagner for the Rams. And then this cameraman jumped in front of Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams shoved him. Devontae, in the cameraman's defense, Devontae Adams' apology wasn't the greatest. He tweeted it out. Hey, I hope you see this. But, uh, you know, you jumped in front of me and I kind of shoved you. You wound up being to the ground. Anyway, my bad. Sorry. But fuck this guy. Also, I, I mean, I get both sides. I get Devontae Adams. I also get this guy suing because, you know, there's money. But fuck him for suing Devontae Adams. Sue, sue Kansas City Security. Sue the fucking Arrowhead. No way would they do that. Those fans, they're fucking the Raiders. They're dropping end bombs. I believe it. Those are white trash. Camaro Head is the best nickname ever. I love him. Jump. I mean, he jumped in front of him. Like you're jumping in front of a car. Like you said, those guys are fucking jaywalk, waiting to get hit. Slow. Hope this is my fine. This is my 401k right here. Run me over. Which I get. Um, so anyway, there's gonna be a like <laughs> for Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is gonna only kid, of course, Kansas City police charges him with a crime. Meanwhile, Draymond Green is cold cocking teammates and knocking them unconscious. But people are making that comparison. But the victim, Jordan Poole, wants him to stay on the team. I like, I like when guys are saying that how eh, that happens all the time in basketball practice. Really? Well, that's not good. Because <laughs> he's fucking knocked the guy unconscious. He just absolutely fucking a brutal, brutally assaulted him. It wasn't a scrum. Anyway. Uh, so back-to-back lawsuits. Camaro Head. What, the point is, Camaro Head Stadium is one of the only only home field advantages in football. The other one actually being Buffalo, but Kansas city's really loud, really gross, horrible, horrible scumbag people still doing those racist tomahawk chop chants. I love those people where the, the, the racism is just grandfathered in with that. It's like, yeah, we're not changing a thing and it's going to get ugly if we do. Atlanta Braves. I'm looking at you jerks. Um, so anyway, big rematch, the two greatest, Two best teams in football. Kansas City at home. Patrick Mahomes as an underdog. Grab the two and a half points. We'll just take it. Uh, detonate this bomb. Sue the other team if they hit you. Kansas City plus two and a half. Bombs away. All right. Now, if you watch football, you need Fubo TV. It gives you complete coverage of college and pro football, red zone, plus games of 4K. I almost said 401K because I was just talking about that. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. 
Right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off just your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com backslash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. That's pretty good. It's a good deal. Like I said, you always need a new streaming service. Every, every Sunday in my fantasy league, it's your Bill O'Donnell's, who I called out last week for being a terrible person. I want to take that back. His, uh, his family does not hate him like Herschel Walker. He's a good man. Uh, but they're always texting me, well, give me a stream for the game, an illegal stream. One of them fuck up my, no, my computer. My computer's still fucked up from a, a site I used to watch the Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. fight. That's sham. Anyway, sign up for Fubo TV and keep your computer safe. Also, get Odds Trader. What is Odds Trader? Ah, it's a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can compare different sign up codes and promos from sports books to get the best deal. The app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather for betters, which is huge. Game day weather. I wish I knew that before that Baltimore Buffalo. I mean, it's, it's coming out of everywhere because global warming. <laughs> this guy's going to a political show. Uh, anyway. Projected game day weather. Go to oddstrader.com backslash blue wire. It's the number one site for all your game day bets. Odds Trader. I actually use that one. That's a fun thing. People say that I actually use that one. And that is the end of the ad reads. Are you guys happy about that? I know you, I know Kevin Mewson is and other commenters on discord and uh, message me. And they say enough with the ad reads. Like just keep giving more free material. Really cool and helpful when people say that. Um, Anyway, that's it. We're back to the bottom line bombs, and that's it. And the rest of the show, we I'll give you uh, three more bombs. So far, I've given you Minnesota minus three and a half, Kansas City plus two and a half. So now we're going to give you another favor, another dog. And then my Irish car bomb detonation game of the week. Quick survivor and a man in the box chant at the end. All right, let's get to Indianapolis, Jacksonville. It's still a nice bad game, but this is what the bombs are all about. This is what I love doing. You hear those papers? That's me and my notes. My analog. I'm an analog guy. I heard you there's some analog fans out there. I don't have a laptop because you can't bang it around. I need emotional papers. Give me the, give me the Colts Jag notes. Indianapolis is minus two and a half at home versus Jacksonville. Um, Jacksonville just beat them 24 nothing a couple weeks ago in Jacksonville. So to see the line, well, the look at line of this was like six and a half, seven. Now it came down to two and a half. This is, this is a lot of value on the Colts. Why? Because Jonathan Taylor's not playing. He might play. He might come back. Who knows? I don't even care if he does. They got a name like Deion Jackson. I'll take any athlete named Deion. I don't care what it is. High school, whatever. You had, you had a Deion on your team. You had speed. Okay. Or Maurice. Maurice was also a good athlete. Um. What's funny is, yeah, I think the reason why this line is so small, obviously the Colts haven't looked good. But the last time we saw them was that Thursday night game versus Denver. And that was collectively known as the worst football game ever played, apparently, if you're on Twitter. Colts-Broncos game was so bad. No touchdowns scored. Shout out if you hit that prop. 80-1. to one. Um, But people were just disgusted by it. People thought we were owed something just by watching it. Like Bezos, RG3 tweeted out, Bezos owes his free Amazon Prime for this. I want $1,000 for this, Bezos. Make this right. I ignored my family for this game. And this is what we get 
fuck these Colts. And the Colts won. They didn't know how they won. They were like, all right, if Denver really wants to do it, if they really want to, if Russ really wants to cook and let Bronco Nation remember, how about after that game and brought Russell Wilson one of the worst games ever, or worst losses ever. And he goes, Bronco Nation, let's ride. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's so corny. It's hilarious. I'm starting to really like Russell Wilson. I didn't realize how corny he was until he got to Denver. <laughs> but he's got a great. Anyway, these Colts, I mean, people were just furious about this Colts Broncos game. And the Colts won it. None, I mean, not wasn't by anything they did. It was like that. It was the opposite of that Super Bowl of the Rams Patriots when the Patriots won 10 to three or 13 to three, whatever the hell the score was. That was also a horrible game, but the difference was we had to watch that. You have to watch that Super Bowl because it's a Super Bowl. This game, we had the option of turning it off. It was on Amazon prime for God's sakes. They're already making it not the easiest to go see. If you're a bar up in Tacoma, Washington or in LA, they, they, they don't know how to get Amazon prime on the TV. So it's easy to, it was easy to not watch it, but we watched it anyway because we're addicts. We're football addicts. So we're like, we're furious. Make this right. The Super Bowl. Remember that Patriots Rams Super Bowl? I remember, I remember uh, everyone was like, this sucks. And then the blowback I remember from ESPN was so funny. Trey Wingo, which ridiculous. He was like, hey, if you didn't like it, stop complaining. Don't watch it. What do you mean? Don't watch it. We don't have a choice. It's the Super Bowl. You don't give us a choice. That's the only thing going on. Even the goddamn puppy bowl doesn't go up against it. It goes before it. What, are you going to be at a party and ask him to switch it? No, you can't switch off the Super Bowl. It's got mash numbers coming in. So anyway, but for some reason, now we just have to watch every football game, including tonight's or last night's. I wouldn't want to watch it. Chicago-Washington game. I won't throw a prediction out there. Um, so because of that, this line is two and a half, I think, and uh, it shouldn't. Be, it should be more. Not too much more. I mean, who knows? Trevor Lawrence, Ryan Kramer just told me never won. A, he's only won one, one, one road game. Granted, it was versus the Chargers this week, this year. But the Chargers were much, very injured during that. Um, so we'll go with Dion, Matty Ryan. Uh, who knows? Frank Reich. There was rumors that he might get fired. If he, Frank Reich gets fired before Ron Rivera and Cliff Kingsbury, something's wrong. That's how drunk Polian is. Polian's dead. Oh, I love those Polians. They're just absolute alcoholic owners. You ever see that clip of his dad? Uh, his dad is the one who moved the Colts from Baltimore to Indianapolis, and he was shopping around, and he was there. Was, he was flirting with Phoenix, and he was in Phoenix going to bring the Colts there and he flies back to Baltimore in the, in the press met him at the airport when he lands. It's in the, it's in that special, it's in that 30 for 30, the band bumps and the band played on whatever about the, about the midnight move. And, uh, he's hammered because he's on a flight. He's on a red eye coming back from Phoenix on a, you know, on a private jet or whatever. And he had no idea the media was going to be waiting for him and asking him, asking him if he was just talking to Phoenix to move the Colts. He's like, what? No, who? His face is just Irish drunk red. He goes, it's my team. Fuck you. I can do whatever I want with my team. And then he, <laughs> his team rounds like, hey, hey, hey. not the best thing to say to our fans. But all right. Anyway, the apple doesn't far too fall from the fucking 
Jim Beam. I'm trying to think of it. Why can't I can't even think of a whiskey that would say apple, apple flavored whiskey? How about the apple flavored Jack Daniels? It's pretty disgusting. My cousin drinks a pint of that in the woods before he goes home every day. That's how it is. The face of family. Shout out to PJ. Um, anyway, we're going to go with, uh, how do we, we faded off there, but we're still going to go with the Colts coming off the worst game ever played that we were forced to watch minus two and a half. Hold your nose. Don't look away. Take a Dion vomit. All right. Now we're going to move on to another underdog. And this one, we're going to bad number on this one. New England at Cleveland line is two and a half. Um, was three just came down, but I have a few, the, the Browns games are always a two point game. They're either going to win by two or lose by two. That's just the way it is. Cause there's always a missed extra point. There's always a missed field goal. So I'm not worried about that coming down. Is there, there's no, there's no more missed extra points in field goals than with Cleveland. It's all, and it's always vital to the game <laughs> last week. They missed a 51 yarder to win it after the Chargers gift wrapped it them the fucking game. Uh, anyway, Bill Belichick is coming back. Bill Belichick hates the Browns and he hates the Jets. This is too lit. Too he goes after. That's his revenge games. This is all kinds of revenge. Belichick used to coach the Browns. He got fired by them after they moved after they moved to Baltimore. Look at that segue. They were eleven and five, and then they went like five and eleven because they were a lame duck team that was moving to Baltimore. So the Browns fans were just fucking toilet papering and just absolutely assaulting the field every game. What a unwinnable situation. So then if I, so then Cleveland went ahead and fired Bill Belichick, who just turned out to be the greatest coach of all time. No big deal. He's coming into town facing Jacoby Brissett, a guy he drafted another double revenge game. Now I'm going to say Jacoby Brissett revenge against Belichick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He got rid of you, but then the Browns wanted you. That's even worse. Uh, so Belichick comes in with some guy named Bailey Zappi or something, and he loves it. He loves it. They said Mac Jones might be healthy. He's like, ah, eh, I don't even know if I want to give him the job back. It's not fun. I like winning with a guy named Zappi. That shows you how amazing I am. That's just what Belichick does. I want to beat the guy I drafted with a guy named Zappi. Remember when the fans just threw everything? I love Cleveland Brown fans. I love Cleveland Browns. They're hilarious. They remind me of Philly but they're just pure misery. They are the absolute Murphy's law of everything. After they lost that horrible game to the jets, when they had a, you know, 99.9% chance of winning when they blew a 13 point lead with a minute to go. Um, there's a video of this guy throwing a bottle of water at the owner of the Browns owner. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they arrest, they wanted to arrest him, do a whole thing. It turned out he's a Cleveland lawyer. And uh, so they thought it was going to be a big thing. The Cleveland, the law firm came out and stood behind, stood behind <laughs> the lawyer who threw the water bottle. Like, yeah, that, that was his own time. He's on his personal time. Whatever he does, we support him. And uh, <laughs> only Cleveland are like, yeah, fuck that owner. Cause they thought they would get everyone to rally around. Like, you know, if he hit a player, sure. He'd be fired immediately. Cause that's a public disgrace. Oh, he threw something at the owner. Good. The entire city of Cleveland's like good. Fuck that guy. So that's hilarious as Lord. Anyway, what's going on in Cleveland, by the way, that's where that fisherman scandal happened. Have you seen this? Have you seen this? I'm just talking to no one. 
A lot of fun gambling scandals. There's the poker scandal, which I won't get into right now. Oh, that's funny when you're accused of cheating because you play so bad. Um, but there's a fisherman scandal. That's pretty funny. There's a uh, was it a walleye? <laughs> Two fishers, uh, fishermen caught fishing contest. Fishing contest. That's a circuit. Jake Runyon and Chase Kaminsky or something. These two guys' names uh, on Lake Erie fishing contest. And what they did was they cheated after they catch the fish. They, when you went to weigh them, they, they put weights inside the fish. So they weighed like three times the amount of normal fish. And so they kept winning and the judges were like, this, this doesn't look right. Why is this thing weighed nine pounds when it looks like it weighs three pounds, like every other fish here or whatever the numbers are. So they cut the thing open. They slice it open and all these weights fell out. This video just came out about it. It's, it's hilarious. One guy got in his truck and got the fuck out of it. Cause if you know, the fishing the professional fishing tour, they, <laughs> they're not going to take that lightly. Okay. This is what their lives are. And these guys want money, you know, cash. They want a fishing boat. So what I love about it was I love cheaters when they're cocky. Cause these guys obviously didn't think they're going to get caught. They're getting interviewed for some, I don't know, a fishing podcast, a rodcast, if you will. Thank you very much. And they're like, yeah, well, we've, won, we've been on a good streak. We won this thing. We won Lake Erie. We won blah, blah, blah. And I have a feeling we're going to win. The, uh, we're going to do pretty good in the next one because winners win. That's what he said. Winners. He's talking about fishing. Winners win. That's what we do. Like Bill Belichick. Winners just win. We also... <laughs> We also jam the guts of fish with fucking <laughs> metal weights. I put a 10 pound goddamn. <laughs> what did they put in there? They put in like uh, those, those um, hilarious like fishermen, like uh, weights that weight down the line. They, they, the, the video is just incredible. And then the, the guy's like, uh-huh, should we call the cops? What are you going to, yeah, you're going to call the cops. The guy weighed down a fish. Well, he did. Big cash from them. Um, anyway, that's what's going on in Cleveland. <laughs> that's, it's gonna be it's gonna get ugly out there. What I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is, there's gonna be some things thrown on the field. There's gonna be weights thrown on the field. There's gonna be a lot of things going on. There's gonna be a lot of cheating. Belichick loves cheating, so he's going out right now. There's some good cheating going on in Cleveland. I love it. But we'll take New England plus two and a half. We need a dog. Wish we we're getting to three, but we're not. It doesn't matter. Because Cleveland, this game will be won or lost by two points. So we might as well grab the two and a half with Belichick. Because winners win. Fishers weigh and cheat. All right. We are the bottom line bombs. We are the bottom line bombs. I'm CJ Sullivan. And we're going through it. No, this one normally I'd go to the third block of an ad read, but we got through it. We're already uh, we're bound to the juice. People, maybe because uh, companies are dropping off my show left and right. Pretty soon, I'm going to be like uh, <laughs> Glenn Beck's final year at Fox News when everyone just bailed out. It was just gold or whatever. We almost quick story before I get into my fifth line bomb. Um, I used to do a show called The Visitors Locker Room. Very very fun. Sports comedy podcast with uh, Sean Flannery, who I now do a podcast with called The Blackout Diaries, a drinking podcast, drinking story pod, storytelling podcast. Usually, have drinking stories involved, even though I don't drink anymore. Um, check that out, Blackout Diaries. Me and Sean Flannery. It's a hilarious podcast. Uh, but we used to do one visitors locker room, 
along with a few other people, including me, Craig. Shout out to him. Um, but at this point, it was just me and Sean, I think, when we did this. And uh, produce, oh, and Megan Gailey, actually, hilarious comic. She she worked, for, she uh, produced this fact for a little bit until she was smart enough to get the fuck out of there and get her own career. Um, but Glenn Beck ads were so cheap. You get it for like $300 or $500 because everyone left. We were going to put an ad on the Glenn Beck show and re- like redo it and do like his whole conspiracy. Because I mean, Glenn Beck was hilarious to me. He would always pick up a red phone like he was calling the president, but he's not going to just call from a bunker. Like it was like, you know, whatever. So we were going to do an ad on Glenn Beck's show at Road Visits Locker Room. And we did it by, we crowdsourced a little bit of money and we put it on a Kentucky Derby on a horse to come in. And it came in third or whatever. We got we we ran some money, but it's it's still stuck in a PayPal account because uh, we put it under a nonprofit and they won't let us take it out of there, which was dumb because we were for profit. We just weren't making a profit. Oh, we're all for the profits. This profit wasn't happening. Um. Anyway, why did I say that? Oh, because companies are dropping off the bottom line bomb circus sports contest selections here in the NFL Gambling Podcast Networks. Anyway. Let's go to the Irish car bomb detonation game of the week. Philadelphia versus Dallas. Um, Sunday night game line is six. It was four and a half. It's flying towards Philly. We'll lock it in at six. This is a game. uh, Eagles are undefeated. The only undefeated team left. Dallas is four and one. Amazingly with Cooper crash, a quarterback. Uh, So it's a big game. This is a big game where the Eagles get to flex on national TV. This is a game they usually would always lose. I was an Eagle fan, still am. Grew up in Philly. This is the games they would lose. There's something different with this team a little bit. They loved losing these games. Not just the NFC Championship games, but just any big games where they're supposed to win. They're about to show, about to show out, obviously, with those McNabs. I remember the first game at the Link, which is their stadium now. The vet got torn down after an awful t- NFC Championship loss to Tampa Bay, which I was at. That was one of the worst. That was one of the most. That was just like a funeral. There's <laughs> a funeral of the vet and a funeral of the Eagles and McNabb and the whole thing. Anyway, the next, the next, the next opening night, next season was versus Tampa Bay, and like we're gonna get revenge. The link, new stadium. Sylvester Stallone was there in an Eagles jersey. They got everyone pumped up, play some Rocky. And they lost, of course, to Joe Jarvis again. Um, Stallone and Rocky's a funny thing with Philadelphia. They might throw them out there again. They used to always bring them in for big games. They still show clips, which is fine. Rocky and Philly, they go hand in hand. But when Stallone himself gets in there, that's what I don't like. Keep the Rocky clips. He's from New York, Stallone. It's a fucking dipshit actor. That's why... I th- <laughs> Here's the thing with Rocky in Philadelphia. We all know the Bill Burr rant, famous rant Bill Burr did against Philadelphia, which uh, hilarious, of course. Bill Burr, amazingly hilarious. That rant, even funnier. And he was in a horrible situation in that show, and fuck Philly fans. I get it as a Philly fan. I, I, we all understood where he was coming from with that. But here's the thing. People clung on to what he said, and they love. They love doing the whole booing Santa Claus, those kinds of things. And they love the thing of how they love saying how we have a Rocky statue and we're racist, but we didn't have a Joe Frazier statue. First of all, 
We didn't make the fucking Rocky statue. That came with the movie in Rocky three Stallone shot Rocky three there, had the Rocky statue, and then he left it behind as a gift. And I'm doing a quote unquote air quotes here gift for Philadelphia because they're, you know, they're not going to put that in a truck. What are they going to do with it? Here you go. Philadelphia. Here you go. Art museum of Philadelphia. Now everyone can run up your stairs and jog around the, a statue of the guy from tango and cash. Thanks. Thanks. Sly. The art museum's like, get this the fuck out of here. We don't want people running. (laughs) We don't want Sylvester Stallone throw mama from the fucking train on our, we're a world famous art museum. It's a great art museum. So it got moved around town to town. Then it was in front of the spectrum. Then you'd go there to scalp tickets and you'd go meet up with your buddies there. They just got moving around. We didn't know what to do with it. Philadelphia loves statues, but they would never do statues of living people. Because first of all, it's weird to have a statue of a living person. We'd have like generic baseball players in front of the vet and just like whatever. Guy doing a punt. That'd be kind of weird to have a statue of you as you're living. Here's a like Saddam Hussein as a statue. We all saw what happened to that one. So then they got bullied into making a Frazier statue. And God, I mean, yeah, Joe Frazier deserves a statue. He's Joe fucking Frazier. We love him. Still held on to his grudge against Ali. <laughs> Which is, that's why I love him. Even, even the guy was brain dead. Fuck Ali, see how he is. Jesus, Joe. Calm down. Uh, anyway, the point is, love the Burr, of course, but some of the facts get mixed up there. We didn't make this goddamn Rocky statue. It was put on us, and we can't get rid of it. We don't know what to do with it. It's still moving around. And yes, he's a fictional character. Okay, it's a fictional character. Tell me, I'll tell you one thing. He's in the goddamn Boxing Hall of Fame. Sylvester Stallone is. Fucking 5'5 uh, five, five actor. He should be in for Tango and Cash. I'm not going to say anything about that. But Untouchables and all that bullshit, whatever, over the top. All those horrible movies and hilarious skit where Norm MacDonald goes all through the, in the car crash and Saturday Night when he goes, goes through all his awful movies. Um... So yeah, so, so so hopefully he won't be at this game. Eagles, Cowboys, uh, they love saying, and I love Jerry Jones coming in like, no, nah, Dak Prescott's our quarterback, but isn't it great that people can ask that questions now? That was my point. Like he orchestrated all this with Cooper. First of all, no one's asking that. Cooper rushed you for a 100 yards last week versus the Rams. Yes, their, de- their defense is great. Not, not saying they're not. The Rams can't block anyone. Yeah, I'm a little upset that I had the Rams as one of my bombs last week. It was 10 Fucking nine nothing or ten nothing before the game even started. They did nothing. Um, so I don't think Cooper Rush is that good. Back to back road games. This is uh this Philly should show out on this one. They'll they'll win this game, go on a bye, and then they'll lose like three straight or something. The Philly Philly's downfall is coming. As an Eagle fan, I'll tell you that. Philly's downfall is coming, but it's not happening here. Not in the Irish car bomb detonation game of the week. Tango and cash. Bomb it. Minus six. Go birds. Oh boy. Real quick as a Eagle fan. Uh, there's nothing more annoying when the Eagles are good though too. And when they were in Arizona last week, I'm like, Oh God, I feel bad for anyone in Arizona or anyone on an airplane going to Arizona. And that's just, there's a video that went viral. We're doing, you know, they're doing the E-A. Eagles chant, fly, Eagles fly song on the plane in the flight attendant. You just see her like, oh my God, I hope this plane goes right into a goddamn 
Pentagon or World Trade Center. Like, can we can we actually can we veer this flight off the Phoenix and go to Vegas and fly this plane right through the New York New York buildings and recreate 9-11? That's the look she had on her face. <clears throat> Which I get. And then people are like, love it. The video, love it. They're, she'll be a convert. No, they won't love it. Oh, boy. But that's who we are. That's who we are. We're assholes. But we're the assholes you need. We are, you need us on that wall, Philly fans, other sports fans. You need Philly fans on that wall because we are the ones you can all collectively look down upon. Look, at least I'm not that piece of shit. Like fat people who look at other fatter people. Like, well, at least I'm not him. I'm not going to go down. Good God, look at that slob. That's what other sports fans get to do. They get to fucking boo and do whatever and not complain for it because at least we're not Philly. We didn't cheer when Michael Irvin got almost got paralyzed. Anyway, all right, that's it for the guy. The bottom line bombs. Just a re- recap: We have Minnesota minus three and a half, Kansas City plus two and a half, Colts minus two and a half, Patriots plus two and a half. A lot of two and a halves. And Eagles minus six. We're going to the Survivor real quick. Uh, I think I told you Jacksonville last week. I was a loss, of course. If you're still in one, I'm, I mean, Rams are a play, I guess. I don't feel confident about any of them. I'll take Rams, even though they can't block anyone. They look awful, but they're playing Carolina, PJ Walker. If you want to do the angle that I like Carolina to cover, but getting 10 and a half new coach. If you want to do that angle, you can, but if the Rams lose this game, I mean, Jesus Christ, they're, they're got real problems. I don't think they will. They'll bounce back and win. Just take the Rams at home for your survivor. And now, um, yeah, that was a quicker show. Let's do, real quick, we'll end with the man in the box. Since I'm back in the box, um, I already got fired up in the beginning of the show. It's weird. I don't know any momentum. I don't have anything. It's weird when you're the man in the box, I've been realizing. The person, just a guy yelling into a microphone. All the jokes do seem to bomb, and I get the pauses. I'm a cross between Jim Rome and Alex Jones. I'm screaming into a microphone by myself. Why am I so angry? What's going on? I get that Jim Rome pause now. You don't know what's going on with if people are laughing or whatever. And Alex Jones, he just got uh, ordered to pay like a billion dollars to the Sandy Hook family. Is it me? Didn't that story already happen? I thought that story happened like um, three weeks ago. And I already read like, oh, he's not going to have to pay it, but blah, 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 blah. And then it just happened again. Is this really a simulation? That'd be very Alex Jones of him. Like they have a conspiracy about his own court case. Anyway, fuck Alex Jones. Everyone agrees upon that. And that's, but I do respect anyone who talks in a box, in a microphone, in a box, screaming. I got nothing to rant. I'm ranting. Got Ron Rivera. Uh, broke up with my dentist. I know I've been telling you about that. I've been telling you about that. I had an extraction. I was in absolutely. Two hours of pain. He still didn't even get it out. He blamed my tongue. He blamed my cheeks for being too fat. My tongue for blocking in a time of day that we did it at 6 p.m. that he scheduled. What? Have you not practiced on a mouth before? So last time I went in to get the stitches out, and I was like, you know, I think it's time we see other people. He was upset. What I do? I told him, listen, it's not you. It's my mouth. Obviously, I'll be back for my records. AKA my dental records, send them over to someone out in Culver city or some shit. Cause this Hollywood dentist is not working. Uh, I wrapped up watching Dahmer for your TV 
streaming recommendations on Netflix. Dahmer show. It's pretty good. All the, the blowback on Twitter too, telling you not to enjoy it. You shouldn't enjoy it because people, real people died. Yeah, I know. We all know. Now you're going to draw the line with this show. You guys didn't mind the fucking OJ. Or the Versace. Or anything. Or anything. Yeah, I know. It's all based on real death. We get it. The serial killer. Why are you glorifying it? Because it's a fucking serial killer who ate people. It's Jeffrey Dahmer. Good show. They took some leniency with that too. The Yes, it's uh the, the 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 cops that let that kid go back to him is insane. But that was more homophobic than racist. But there was definitely some racism. Those those neighbors in that building with him, that if you see the real documentaries about it, which I also have on there, they used to hang out with them. They used to go and you know, chill, talk to them, and then when they went they're like, hey, no idea. He seemed like a nice guy. In the show, they're acting like, oh, I called the cops 50 times, they did nothing. And this guy just kept murdering and eating people. What? All right, I'm sure he had suspicions, but they would hang out with him. And I get it. I get how he could, you know, that's how I'm sure monsters can do that. They don't want to, you don't want to shit where you eat, if you know what I mean. <laughs> that's a cannibalism joke, I guess. Um, so, yeah, I love that blowback about that. Dude, whoever's, whoever's involved in this is going to hell. Fuck off. I want to calm down at middle and, on the end of the night and go to bed with some nice fictionalized reenactments of a homicidal maniac who murdered and ate gay people. Stream it. I am losing my mind in this box. Um, <laughs> I just realized that. I don't, I don't even know what's going on. Wow, we're still at 53 minutes. That's a long time. All right, well, let's uh, let's wrap up these bottom line bombs. I'll give you the random survivor pick. Um, yeah, I don't have an outro. I don't have anything. They just they just pull the plug on me, and I keep talking about things. I'll I'll, I'll do the old enjoy the game. <laughs> One of my favorite pet peeves in sports talk. Enjoy the games. Thanks, Mike Greenberg. I wasn't going to until you told me to enjoy the games. I allow you to enjoy the games. Let's get back in. And I apologize for last week's own five, but now we're back in the box. We're at five hundred over the season. We got a long haul. Let's move ahead. We need a nice four and one here, and we got it. All right. See you guys. Bomb it. <laughs>